the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody for that matter teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here, Monday through Friday, on the word Columbus at 10.20 a.m. Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all the resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Well, many of you have heard of the backpack bill here in Ohio, which would give families much more choice in education options for their kids. So today we're going to have a discussion about the backpack bill as well as the new, uh, much much uh, talked about House Bill 616, which is similar to a recent bill in Florida. And here to talk with me about both of these and much more is Aaron Baer, who's president of the Center for Christian Virtue. Welcome to Mission America Radio, Aaron. Hey, Linda. Great to catch up with you. Well, it's great to have you on. And so... Uh, we will just get right into it. So the backpack bill has been out for a while, uh, House Bill 290, and lots of discussion about uh, about it and its potential. Give our listeners kind of a rundown about what this is all about. Yeah, you know, really the backpack bill is about empowering parents to choose the best educational environment for their kids and really making parents the ultimate accountability source in this broken public education system that we have. You know, public schools today are are highly regulated, but they're highly unaccountable because no matter how they do, uh, they're going to still get their money from the state. And actually, in many ways, if they do worse, they get more money, right? If if a public school fails, it gets more money. If a private school fails, it, it shuts down. Um, and and that that lack of accountability, true accountability in public 
public education has brought us to this point where we're at today, where you have not only the academic failures, especially in the inner cities, but you have the real uh, indoctrinating and grooming uh, policies, the, the, the LGBT issues and CRT issues that you're seeing in public schools happening in a lot of the rural and suburban and urban schools as well. Um, and so what the Backpack Bill is all about is bringing accountability and empowering parents to, to choose their school by saying, hey, the state's going to fund kids, not buildings, and money's going to follow the kid wherever they go. And so, okay, so when you look at uh, 290 online uh, and read the bill, it's really pretty short at this point. It's more of an intention. <laughs> uh, and so, okay, this this can be a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, what we need well, is for the state house people to move along and get going and uh, make this thing happen. So how does it work from here? Yeah, so, you know, really what, what people fear on right now when they go and, and they go to the State House website and they, they look up House Bill 290, they see what is the placeholder bill, uh, the legislative intent bill that, that was introduced uh, almost a year ago now. Um, and, uh, and we have since uh, written the entire language of the bill. It's about a 118-page bill because it's dealing with, uh, with education finance. That's a pretty thick bill. Um, and we have that sub two bill with a sub bill ready to go um and but we need the committee to adopt it and so we've had one committee hearing so far we're waiting for our next and this is a part of the really the grassroots effort we're leading right now to get people to put pressure on the speaker of the house bob cup and pressure on the chairman of the finance committee scott olschlager to say hey give more hearings to the bill adopt the the sub bill uh so that uh so that one people can read the bill now because the sub bill we CCB, we released the language publicly. The bill sponsors, Reardon McLean and Marilyn John have released the bill publicly. Um, but the the committee needs to hold a hearing to adopt it. And you know, Linda, you've been you've been doing this work for for a while as well, and you know, uh, you know, it's a lot of times it takes a lot of courage for lawmakers to do what's right, especially when you want to do big bold things. Well, especially in an election year, everything just seems to stop on a dime, you know, like, wow, this is this was uh, so such a good idea a few months ago. And then, boom, everything just kind of freezes. But anyway, we we need to have school choice and talk a little bit about, um, you know, what is the average per pupil expenditure in Ohio? I mean, is it how much money are we talking here? That's that's a great question. So on average. We spend about $14,000, $15,000 per kid in public education. We, we spend in you know, schools like Columbus Public, we spend upwards of $23,000 per kid uh, in schools, uh, in taxpayer dollars. Uh, and what we've seen is that uh, you know, every single Columbus Public School is still failing, uh, still academically failing. You have two out of five kids. Uh, or at really, well, really, it's three out of five kids that can't read, that can't pass the third grade reading guarantee uh, in Columbus Public. It's, it is a disaster. Um, and so what the backpack bill would do uh, would be it would take the state portion of that, that, that taxpayer funding, uh, actually a little less than the, the total state funding portion, and say uh, for every kid, K to 8, if they want it, they could access a $5,500 per year uh, scholarship for their kid to attend the school of their choice. Or for 9 through 12, it could be $7,500, 9 to 12 uh, per year for a kid to attend the school of their choice. Um, no family would be forced to take it. So if you have, you know, there's some homeschoolers, for example, or some private schools 
that don't want any government dollars. They don't want anything to do with, with government programs or anything like that. Uh, the backpack bill protects those families, makes sure that they don't have to get involved uh, with, with the government if they don't want. But for a lot of families, uh, uh, the backpack bill would be their only ability to access a full-time in-person education. Um, that's not an indoctrinating environment. So uh, could this be used for this could be used for private Christian schooling as well? That's right. Just like the EdChoice voucher right now, you know, the, basically probably 85 percent of private Christian schools today uh, accept what's called EdChoice. Um, it's the state voucher program. Um, and those schools are able to completely teach whatever curriculum they want, uh, their, their biblical worldview. You know, the state has no control over what they teach in the classroom or anything like that. Uh, because really, the, the way that Ed Choice works and the way that ESAs, that the, the, the empowerment scholarship accounts that are what the backpack bill would create, work is that the money goes to the family, and then the family directs the money uh, for, for the educational option for their kids. So uh, the, the, the state has no ability to regulate what that school is teaching because we're funding the kid, not the system. That's what backpack bill is all about. Okay, so this specifically, some of the concerns of people who have been homeschoolers or in homeschool education are that uh, this is very tempting and it could be used for homeschool materials and all this, mm-hmm. uh, but that there would be, uh, there might be state assessments required of that. So is any of that in your substitute bill? So the way that backpack bill would work is just like with Ed Choice, where um, you know, for, for Ed Choice, uh, there is a testing, uh, broad testing requirement that says, hey, if you are taking an Ed Choice scholarship, your child needs to take any of these different assessments. The school can decide however they want to do it. That's the assessment you have to take, and, and just for, uh, for transparency's sake. Um, again, every, you know, every private Christian school already does testing, so it allows them to do that, and they just are able to report that. So for backpack bill, that would be how it would work as well for anybody that used it for homeschooling education. But the important thing for us, Linda, on all of this with, with homeschoolers and the conversation we have with, with a lot of homeschoolers on this is, listen, for your family, I understand you want absolutely, you don't want to take state assessments. You don't want anything to do with any or any tests or anything like that. That is absolutely protected under this. You will never have to take a backpack bill scholarship. You are free to do uh, as you are doing right now. Um, and the important thing for us, too, on this, Linda, because we've had a lot of really good, meaningful conversations with homeschoolers on this, um, is two things. One, you start with a family like David Mahan's family, our policy director. Uh, David and his wife, Elise, homeschooled their four kids. Uh, they had to work on a, he had to work on a single income in order to do this. And for them, the backpack bill would have been a godsend because it would have given them an opportunity uh, to either have more resources for their homeschooling or be able to allow their kids to access uh, a private Christian school if that's what they wanted. But the other side of this, too, and, and this is the biggest thing for us, when we at CCV stepped back and looked at the corruption in the public schools, right, 84% of Ohio children today are in public schools. That means you have 84% of kids being indoctrinated with Marxism, indoctrinated with uh, transgender and LGBT ideology. Um, and and groomed into this worldview. So the question we have to ask ourselves is, this is a demographic cliff that we're facing in America, that we're facing in Ohio. And what is our strategy to realistically break the stranglehold 
that public education and, and really Marxism has over the next generation. Um, and by our assessment, when we looked at the situation and got, got honest with ourselves, the school boards that are the problems, it's the individual teachers, the tens of thousands of teachers that are, they might not even know they're teaching critical theory or critical race theory, but they are. The only way that we can actually break the stranglehold that these public schools have over the next generation is if we start to systematically move the funding away from funding buildings and systems to funding students and allow mm -hmm. students and parents to bring accountability to the public education system. Any other strategy that, that we try to evaluate, while it's important to be a part of the ultimate uh, effort to empower parents and to free children, is not going to get to the is not big enough to deal with the macro problem that we have with public education today. Well, that's absolutely right. I think it's a both and strategy. I think we have that's to right. be working on, uh, you know, empowering new people at the school board levels and accountability for these programs. But the funding is is huge. Now, how do the teachers unions work into this? They're probably all in favor of the backpack bill, right? <laughs> oh, they love us. So, you know, just just. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, was it uh, earlier this week? They put out a uh, they put out they have a daily email that they do, and and they they uh, called me the the highly partisan religious lobbyist that Aaron Bear yeah. is pushing. So they 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 you know uh, they're they're fuming mad about the backpack bill, which which again you know uh, Pastor David Forbes over at the Columbus Christian Center said to me one time, and and Linda, I think this is a, a particularly appropriate for for you and Mission America too, which is. You know, the, the, the closer you get to the target, the closer you get to the enemy's, you know, base, the, the heavier the fire is, right? When, when, mm, when you're in a military exactly. uh, situation, the, the closer you get to where the enemy is, the, the harder the fire comes at you. Um, and, uh, and we're seeing, I know you've experienced that, you've lived it, and we're living that with the backpack bill right now is that, you know, that because we're, we're going after that golden goose, which is the public education funding model. Uh, the teachers unions are, are scrambling and doing everything they can to stop us with, which is a good sign that we're going at the right things, you know. Exactly. Follow the and money. The thing, you can say the same thing about 616, you know, about the parents' yeah. rights bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and we, uh, we're two minutes away uh, from our break here, and we'll talk more about it on the other side of the break, but we're going to talk about House Bill 616, all the outrage, outrage, outrage we're hearing, and, oh. and uh, you had a chance to weigh in on that. But in case you're just joining us, folks, we're talking with Aaron Bayer, who is the president of the Center for Christian Virtue, CCV, and give us their contact information for people that want more information. We'll, we'll repeat this at the end of the program, too. Yeah, absolutely. CCV.org is our website, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and I uh, even think Instagram and YouTube at CCB Policy um, is our handle there. And then you can also find out more about the Backpack Bill. And if you have questions about the funding and about the regulatory environment and all that stuff, go to BackpackBill.com. There's resources, you know, uh, FAQs, I, every question you could have, there's an answer to it uh, at BackpackBill.com. And you can also get involved to contact your lawmaker to tell them to support the bill there as well. Okay, wonderful. So when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about House Bill 616, which would ban the teaching of uh, sexual orientation, gender identity propaganda in K through 3 and age appropriate thereafter, and also divisive racive, racial concepts, which we know are uh, like critical race theory-based teaching, which actually is in many Ohio schools, despite all the uh, claims that, that it's not, it's there. We have articles on that and on 
House Bill 616. We just put out an article on this on our website at missionamerica.com. Go there and you can see our take on this very important bill. And we're talking with Aaron Bayer of the Center for Christian Virtue. And we will return right after these messages here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today with Aaron Bayer, who's president of CCV, uh, Center for Christian Virtue, and we're talking about the backpack bill, and now we're going to talk about House Bill 616, Ohio House Bill 616. Very important bill. Uh, there's been a lot of coverage on it. Of course, the left is completely outraged. So uh, tell us, uh, Aaron, a little bit about this bill. Yeah, you know, again, this is one of those things where when you when you set aside the media rhetoric and you actually look at what the bill is doing, it's, how could you disagree with House Bill 616? Because first and foremost, one, it says we're not going to teach critical race theory uh, in the public schools, which we're not going to teach some kids that they're systematically oppressed and other kids that they're systematically racist and there's nothing that they can do about it. Hey, I think that's something we should all be able to agree uh, shouldn't be taught to children. Um, but then the other aspect of it, the part that has, has gotten a lot of the buzz, because bills like things like that have been around the state house now for a while where we've been talking about how do we go after critical race theory in, in the public schools. But the, the newest part of uh, House Bill 616 um, is the parental rights aspect of this, which the, the media has fun to be called the don't say gay side. But again, you actually go and look at what the actual bill says and what it actually does. It says, hey, you can't talk about sexual orientation and gender identity to kids under 10 years old. Don't, don't, don't do that. And, and I always just say, listen, if, if you want to talk to my six-year-old about her sexual orientation, there is something wrong with you, and I don't want you anywhere near my child. And, right. and the right. fact that the, the left and the public schools, because you know, you know, now all of these school boards are putting out statements in opposition to 616, the fact that they are are so opposed to banning this, to, to, to us banning this in schools, shows that they are desperate to be able to groom our children and teach them about sexual orientation and gender identity and force this really harmful ideology on young, young kids. Yes, and you know what really, uh, you know, I've been covering this issue for something like 20 years now, and and for so long, we could see this coming and see this coming. And then all of a sudden, they're just showing exactly what we've been saying all along, that uh, that this is where this is heading. So in some ways, it might be a gift. That Do you think that that's good to have the people, if people will respond appropriately, to have people actually see, yes, indeed, this is how radical they are? Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's right. Well, and, and, you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that, Linda. I was talking with somebody about this the other day where, you know, you, you flash back 15 years ago, right? I, I mean, and, and especially when, when Phil was, Phil Burris was leading CCB before my time. And, and, and you guys would, you'd highlight, hey, look at this book that's in the public schools right now. And typically when you would shine the light on what was happening in the public schools like that, you know, they'd scatter like cockroaches, right? They'd, they'd, mm-hmm. they'd all try to run and sleep like, oh, no, that's not happening, or oh, no, oh, that shouldn't be there. Let's get that out. And they'd, they'd act like, oh, that, that, that we all agree that it's bad that this hypersexual or pornographic material was in the public schools. 
Well, 616 is just demonstrating that something something big has changed uh, about the way we talk about kids and treat kids. Because now when we shine the light on what's happening, they don't scatter. And, like the, the cockroaches don't scatter anymore. They, they stand proud and they say, yes, we are trying to groom kids to change their gender identity or groom kids into uh, questioning their sexual orientation as young as five, six, seven years old. Uh, and that's it's just a very different nature to the debate and conversation anymore. Yeah. And it's very it's jaw dropping that they would be so blatant and bold. And if our side were so blatant and bold, we would on, on our issues and, and to stand up for the truth and the virtue that is so important for children. Uh, we would not be in this situation. So in some ways, it's good to have people stand up and moms get excited and say, what are you, and dads, what are you thinking that you're going to share, uh, you know, my princess boy, Jacob has a new dress, um, all the different books that are out there, um, I Am Jazz, little yep. kids' books selling g- gender confusion to our kids, and they think this is wonderful. Now, so Talk for a second about the underlying message of all this outrage is that we know better than you parents, and parents, sometimes you're the enemy. Isn't that what's going on? No, no absolutely. It 100% is. And really, it's a, it's a, it's a Marxist ideology um, that, that says that you know, kids belong to the state, belong to uh, you know, the, 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 the community, if you will, uh, as opposed to that the parents are, are charged by God to direct the upbringing and education of their children. It also is, is a really Freudian ideology that says from the moment of infancy, uh, we are sexual beings. That's, that's right. the underlying ideology that's here. And so the purpose of education is to, to groom children to um, identify and express their, their sexual desires at the youngest age they, that, that is possible. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is really in the truest sense of that in many ways they don't hide anymore. You know, so, so in some senses, it's, it's re- as you kind of alluded to, it's really dangerous that they're doing this. But on the other hand, at least they're being honest now about what they really want to do. Um, right. And they, they can't deny it. Um, but in, it's kind of made them more dangerous in many ways. Right. And, and now we, if, if we can't stand up to this, knowing full well what they're capable of, uh, they will think that that's a carte blanche to just keep right on going. And the, and the teachers unions are right in there with all this. And I, many of my listeners have heard this. uh, I've talked about this a lot. So we're, we've only got a couple more minutes, Aaron. We're talking with Aaron Bear of CCV. Uh, Give us your contact information. I don't think we're going to be able to get into some of the other issues we wanted to give us more about um, CCV. Absolutely. People can get connected with us, you know, just by going to ccv.org, uh, finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's uh, our handle there is CCV Policy. Uh, you can go to Backpack, Pack Bill. Um, but you know, just like Mission America, just like Ohio Values voters, so many of our friends out there are, are you know, we're we're blessed to get to do this work and serve people. But most importantly, it's about empowering people like your listeners, Linda, to get in there and have a voice and, and make the difference. We can yes. only do so much. It, it is fully dependent on pastors and families, moms and dads, uh, to stand up and, and fight for their kids and fight for their future. Uh, and that's what we're all about doing. Okay. Repeat the Backpack Bill. We, it dropped out just a little bit. Backpackbill.com? Sure. Backpackbill.com is the website. Okay, great. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for the strong stand that CCV takes. Um, 
and all of your hard work. And we, uh, I just uh, prayed for people to, you know, get behind the backpack bill. Um, and of course, we want to see it be the best bill it could be. Uh, but this, we need school choice and we need to get the funding straightened on all this. So God bless you. And I ask my listeners to pray for CCB and for you and all of your staff and uh, uh, just take care. And friends, like I, uh, I just uh, am urging you to also look into House Bill 616. I am asking you to call your state representatives and tell them you support this bill. Go online and read it. It's not long. Just remember, friends, we must not give up. God is with us as long as we are with him. Just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.